Why don't you have video? It was the one thing you were hired to, well, one of the two things you were hired to do is to have a video of her wedding. She has no video of her reception, none. But you were taking video at the reception, right? You're going table to table, say congratulate the bride, all the cool things people say at the wedding and all that. And then what happened to that video? This is the plaintiff, Tiffany Q. She says she hired the defendant to videotape her wedding. And the irresponsible guy lost all of the footage, and now she has nothing. She never got her photos from him either, and the guy was hired to record the best day of her life. But due to his negligence and lack of care, she'll never be able to relive those memories again. She's suing for $5,000, the state max. This is the defendant, Calvin. He says the video card was damaged at the wedding because everything was so hectic and unprofessional at her reception. He has photos from the plaintiff's big day, but she posted nasty and terrible things about him online that aren't true. And he's the one who's been irreparably damaged by the plaintiff's vicious lies. He's accused of not getting the picture. All parties, please hit your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Millian is now presiding. Litigants have been sworn. Thank you, Douglas. All right, Ms. King, you and your uh, mom, and you have power of attorney from your mom, hired the defendant's company to videotape and photograph your wedding, correct? Yes. When was your big day? September 3rd, 2021. Um, And he was doing both the the photography and the video? Yes. How many people did he bring to do that? One other person. All right, and um, how did the wedding go? One other person that I saw. Okay. It might have been people at the the ceremony, right. but at the reception, it was only two of them. And when he came to my hotel, it was just two of them. Okay. One did video and one did photography. All right. So can you tell me uh, what went wrong here? Well, everything was, was good up until I started asking him for my finished product. I started asking about two, three, two weeks after... Um, the wedding, uh, you know, when can I expect the, the video and the photos? And he uh, he started by saying, oh, I'm, I'm perfecting it. You, um, I'm working on it. You're going to love it. So I, I took him at his word. And a month went by. I did get some um, some proofs, and it had Tiffany and Barry on it. And my, my husband's name is Perry. Uh-oh. And I did tell him about it. And he said, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm going to fix that and send it right back. He never sent any photos after that. And then the video, he kept telling me, first he was telling me, I'm perfecting the video, so that's why you haven't gotten it yet. Um, and he then he told me his mom was sick. Then he told me, um, oh, meet me, meet me this Friday. I have everything for you. You're going to go. Then he called me that Thursday and said, oh, I have to reschedule. I'm going to mail it to you. So never got anything in the mail. Then it was, okay, we can meet again. Cancel that. And it's, it became a point of, all right, what's really going on? If you have it, why haven't you put it in the mail? Or why why can't we meet up to get it? Then he found about 
uh, in no either the end of November, he finally admitted to me that he lost the video of your wedding. And he uh, of my he of said, the reception. He said I lost the video. He lost the video of the reception. He said he had the video of the wedding and he was gonna mail it, but still nothing in the mail. And he's he also said he was going. He made me a a, a photo album of four hundred pictures. I picked out the pictures. What, um, wait, hold on. Was that part of your contract? That was not part of the initial contract. So but when did it he, become part of the contract? Uh, it became part of the contract after when he sent me the photos via um, text. He sent me the, the the proofs via text. And I said, oh, do you print these or is it just a link? He said, I can do both. That's what he said to me. Right, but text. that cost money. Was he charging you for that? No, he did not. So then why was he giving you an, uh, this offer of making you a 400-photo album? He said that's what he'd do. I, because I asked him, I specifically said, do you make an album or is it just the... So that um, was included then in what you already paid for? It had to be. It wasn't in the contract. The, it the was album not in the was co- not okay. in the contract. All right, so and in the contract, does it say how long it'll take him to have the pictures and the video? No. All right, what happened, Mr. Calvin? So yes, on the, uh, the the day of the wedding, I'm gonna start at the top. Uh, we got through the wedding. We have photographer. I was personally doing the video. We had we offered a live stream video for the ceremony, and then for the reception, we had reception coverage. Uh, we also had a photo booth there. So there was a th- two more people at the reception uh, running the man in the photo booth. So we had photographer, we had video, and we had photo booth. We ran into a problem with the reception footage uh, because the rushing to get to the reception. The wedding started late, and by the time we got to the reception, there was so many things going on. We had to. I'm sorry. What's the the problem that you're blaming on the bride and the rush? What actually happened? Why don't you have video? It was the one thing you were hired to. Well, one of the two things you were hired to do is to have a video of her wedding. She has no video of her reception. None. But you were taking video at the reception, right? You're going table to table, say, congratulate the bride, all the cool things people say at the wedding and all that. And then what happened to that video? So that video was recorded to a digital media card and some kind of way the car got damaged. I believe the car got damaged because of all the back and forth trying to get the reception started. How uh, are you blaming a card being damaged on back and forth trying to get a reception started? Just the same way I'm sitting here talking to you live, I'm telling you what happened. And I, rec- I, I ordered software, I purchased software to recover uh, the data from the cart, and the, the data was never recovered. So every time I told her that I would have the video for her, I was working on the video, and part of that was getting the, was recovering the lost files. So we're recovering the lost files since this technology is way beyond uh, what, I, what, I'm, what, I, what I can use, what, what, I, what I'm Right, and even that way beyond technology didn't solve it. So what did they say was the problem that they couldn't get the files off the card? They didn't. They just said that they just they they said they couldn't retrieve the files. The files were there. They showed up. Okay, but I'd like to understand how that's the fault of the bride and the rush, as opposed to as opposed to something that has to do with you, because you're the expert who's supposed to have a video. Yes, I am the expert. Absolutely, the expert. So in the process, when I couldn't deliver the video to the bride. I told her that I will give you an album. So, and I, I told her I couldn't get I couldn't get the reception footage. We lost the reception footage, but I will give her an album in exchange for that and a partial refund. I looked at the I did the math on all we did, and I said, okay, of that, I came up with three hundred fifty dollars. She said that's absolutely not acceptable. I said, okay, what was your what fee? You think 
$2,750. With that, we did a pre-engagement photo shoot. We did this wedding ceremony. We did, I'm sorry, we did a pre-engagement photo shoot. We did the photography for the wedding ceremony and reception. We did a photo booth for the reception and we did a live stream video for the ceremony. The How did the live stream was, video for the ceremony go, Ms. King? Um, it was no sound. How do you know? And uh, people told me that, and I, pull, I pulled it up on YouTube. It was on YouTube. And there was no sound? And it was no sound, no sound. Did you ever um, tell him that? Even, I didn't know until recently. Why was there no sound on the live stream, Mr. Calvin? As a professional producer, we have the live stream, we had the cameras ISOed, so if there was a problem with the live stream, we have each camera ISOed along with live mics and wireless mics to record recording sound. We were streaming it and recording it and recording it. So there wouldn't have been a problem with sound. If there was a problem with the sound with the live stream, it'd have been corrected. So for what I know, and I just look at it today, but when the ceremony started, there was no problem with the we have the wedding vows, we have the prayer, we have everything from the time she walked down the aisle to the time she left. So she's saying that if I go right now to the YouTube video, I won't hear sound. And I yes, presume that you at... haven't updated it to take away sound. So if there's no sound, then there was never sound, right? So I, that's not correct. There is sound on that video. I looked at it before I started this case because I didn't delete it. And I knew you would need some type of proof to see that the video was streamed. So... Okay, so I can hear sound on that. So I don't know what was going on the day that you played it. Right now, did you hear the sound? You heard the song now, I hear right? it now, yeah. Okay, so uh, that was a link off the, you know, internet. So let's move on to the, the much graver thing, which is, do you have any pictures of your wedding? I do have a few pictures, yes. Okay, do you have all, are but you this... supposed to get all of the pictures, a thumb drive with all of the pictures of your wedding? Yes. Did you get that? I did not receive that, no. All right, and according to him, he offered you the album as a, and a partial refund because of losing all the footage of your reception. Is that when he offered you the album? Because people don't, no. I haven't found in my entire life generous photographers, videographers who decide to say they're going to hand you a 400 picture album for no reason at all without charging you because they got to eat, well, no. you know. So right. it, it sounds, what he's saying has a ring of truth that he was trying to, you know, that he offered that to you because of losing the video. So I'm seeing some texts between you folks. And in these texts, you ask on September 20th, good afternoon, Calvin, when can we expect the final video and pics from the wedding? He says about two weeks. I'll have the pictures to you this week. You say, okay, how will they come? Digital? And he says, yes, I'll send you a link to download them. And then you say, or do you make an album? And he says, both. And you say, okay, awesome. So it doesn't sound like the album was a, a, an offer based on anything. It sounds like you're just tossing an album at them. You're not saying, hey, I lost your video. In fact, you're saying I'll have your video next week. So why isn't she entitled to the album? Why hasn't the album been sent? So that was probably, I probably took that out of context because the idea of me giving her an album was really thinking that the album is available. I don't give out albums for free. I thought your testimony not, not five minutes ago was that you offered her an album because you lost the... Uh, I did, because if you listen to what she just said, I, I offered her an album for free because I lost the footage. But at that time, the text, the intention was not to give her an album. The intention was to say that it comes both, not that she would get both. So I was wrong for offering her an album for free. 
in all actuality, given what it said, she should have gotten the album, regardless of losing her footage or not. I was wrong for offering her the album at did that time. Did you ever send her the thumb drive with all of her pictures? No, I did not. Why didn't you do that? Because the idea was to get her the entire package, everything on one drive, with the wedding ceremony, the wedding reception, all her photographs. Well, she had paid you in full, right? She had paid That's you in correct. full. So why didn't you give her everything you didn't lose of her wedding? She has the thumb drive. She doesn't have the thumb drive, and she doesn't have the photo album. And she has the reception. She doesn't have the reception video. The so what does she have, darling? Video. What does she have? Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome back to the People's Court. I'm Harvey Levin. The plaintiff says the defendant botched the biggest day of her life. He was supposed to videotape her wedding. It was a disaster. But the defendant says he has beautiful pictures of the wedding for the plaintiff and he's not returning any money because she slandered him online. Let's go back into the courtroom. The reason I didn't give it to her was because I wanted to have everything done at one time and I didn't have that. So what does she have right now? She has all the pictures from her wedding ceremony. I'm sorry, I don't know what link. you're saying. I think the reason you didn't give it to her is because you wanted to get into some settlement and not get sued. Because what did he offer you? Go ahead and you tell me, Miss King, what did he offer you? $350. He wanted to give you $350 and, and that's it? Just return $350 of a $2,750 price and the photo album. Okay, yes. which you thought you were getting anyway, based on the text. Yes. Right, so what did you tell him when he offered you $350 for ruining, you know, I mean, you, the, the, your special day? What did he say? I, I told him that was an insult. Okay. And, um, and I said, I'm requesting a full refund for your lack of professionalism and your, your um, like, not caring. You, you, uh, he strung me along for weeks about he was perfecting a video that he never really had. So I, I, I said, no, at this point, I'm requesting a full refund because I have no video and I have pictures that say Tiffany and Barry and my husband's name is Perry. And he even, he even back in September said he was going to redo those pictures and send that to me. And he never did that either back in September. Why wouldn't you do any of this stuff? Or instead of, why wouldn't you send the bride her, her darn pictures when you knew you'd already lost the footage of the reception? Why wouldn't you just comply with the rest of the contract? What is your excuse for having done nothing if it's not that no you're excuse. hijacking her? Uh, there is no excuse. The idea was to give her her entire package. Well, so why didn't you give her? Okay, but you can't get her. What, what else were you waiting for? What were you waiting for? So later in this process, uh, we were disputing about the refund. I got a letter in the mail from an attorney saying she would sue me for five thousand dollars. So I stopped everything right then and there. There's oh, no use right. doing anything exactly else what because... I said. So you're to basically you because you're in legal problems, you're not just not going to give her anything you owe her. See, an no, honorable man no, who understands. No, no. You know what? Listen I to me. An, you, you keep young. talking about what a professional you are. You're a thief, okay? Because an honorable man would at least say, "Wow, I really screwed this Especially up." Here I you go. You're suing it. me, and let's figure out what I owe, what a judge thinks I owe you for losing this footage. But here, honey, here's everything else I said I'd give you. But no, not you. All right. Now, Ms. King, we have in our possession all of your photos. 
I am also entering an order that he is going to give you all of your photos. You, those photos belong to you, okay? My order is going to say that they belong to you. You paid for them and they're yours. And you go somewhere and you make your own album and you do what you want to do with the stuff that we are going to make sure you get because I am ordering him to turn it over to you. In the meantime, I am going to order a refund. You can't really get, I know how emotionally distressing this is, but you can't really get emotional distress in this kind of a case. This is a contract breach, okay? Uh, he keeps saying, oh, it's technology that's so advanced that no one understands it and it's not my fault. Well, yeah, if it's your technology, it's your fault. You're hired to do some, you failed, and you know, you've got to give back some money. 350 is an absolute insult. I am ordering to return of the 2,750, 2,000 of it. That's my verdict. Thank you. So the plaintiff recovers $2,000 out of the 2,750 she paid him because he did such a poor job. In fact, he didn't do anything. Uh, Calvin, let's hear what you have to say about it. The judge has just ordered you to give her back $2,000. Let me tell you something. I've been doing this for 30 years. I have clients that love my work. In this case, the, the wedding was two hours late. And they look, at the, they look at the video, man, as the problem. It was, a two, it was two hours late. All types of things happened. Oh, there. Calvin. No one even addressed that. Calvin, you just look no. terrible. I'm sorry. Can't help no, it. No, I don't. I look, look better than you. I look great. Okay. I'm amazing. I walk on water, dude. <laughs> Ms. King, how do you feel about this? Um, I'm glad I'm getting some money back. Um, I wish I had my videos, but it is what it is. Well, I know. Obviously, you know, I don't really know what videos he has and what he doesn't because his answers are... I don't think you know, he has anything. Yeah, he fudges a lot. It's uh, hard to figure it out. Um, but bottom line is $2,000, you're going to get that. And, I, you know, maybe you can have great memories from the photos. You're going to get all the pictures. You know that. That should make you I feel pretty good. I appreciate that, right? yes. All right. Sorry it worked out that way for you. So, Doug, you know, this is a case where... If somebody screws up a job, they still may have done something that benefited the other person. And that means, for example, in a wedding, if somebody is supposed to do 10 different things and they screw up three, if the person benefited from the seven and it didn't completely ruin the wedding, they're entitled to something. It's the reasonable value of the services that they rendered that benefited the other person. That's why the judge awarded some, but not all of the money. I live with my mother and I help her out with about 50% of expenses right now. She has said, you can stay in the house as long as you can pay the bills. Otherwise, you'll have to sell it. That's not in the will and she can't afford to have the will revised. Can she just write it on a piece of paper and have it notarized and then it's good? Uh, no. Uh, I mean, every state has legislation. They all have laws about what, how you can amend a will and what. Right. And usually it has to do with having two witnesses. Right. Uh, not just a notary, two witnesses and a notary. And, you know, so you don't need to hire a lawyer. I don't know what that means that you can't afford to revise a will. I, well, they do wills online now, too. It's like bing, bang, Yeah, boom, but, it right? been, you know, there's a, this sounds like um, the house is being left to someone else. Right. 
And, Maybe, yeah. and all she said to him is, if you can pay the bills, you can, you stay, can stay here. here. So I don't know what that doesn't mean. Who owns the house? Life estate I mean, there, or he just lives there. And, yeah, that's but, very unclear. So right. that's so going to be contested by whoever she actually is leaving the house to. She should spend the money on another will. Or but you're right. All states have different rules on. What so you'd have to Some look up the rules of your state and right. uh, and know that your mother is competent right. uh, and be able to prove it in a court of law because. Right. Where there's a will, there's relatives. That's right. And someone is getting that, is supposed to get that house. Yeah. And that's a pretty big change. So it's going to have to be to the letter of the law. Yeah, it's going to be a bit of a scrap over that house, yeah. I would say. This is the plaintiff, James Rose. He says his wife's friend is the defendant. And the woman bought some furniture from him and hasn't paid for it in full yet. He thought he could trust the woman to pay over time. But he was wrong. And is suing her here and now in this court for the $1,300 he still owed. This is the defendant, Zena Davis. She says she bought a bed from the plaintiff. And when she got it home, the mattress was covered in urine stains. The guy was moving to another state and asked her if she wanted anything else, so she took a few items. Now he's trying to charge her after the fact? Come on. She's accused of a used furniture fiasco. All parties, please raise your right hand. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff says that he loaned his wife's friend money to buy some furniture, and guess what? He says he got stiffed. But the defendant says the mattress she bought from him was covered in urine, and she's not paying him in full for it because she was hoodwinked. It's the case of you're in big trouble now. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. All right, Mr. Rhodes, tell me what happened with Ms. Davis and this furniture sale. We agreed... Uh, Right after I came out of hospital for the sale of a Queen Anne's bed, a mattress, a box frame. Uh, she also got a whole chest and a wall. Okay, but let's, let's back it up a bit. How is it that you know her? Uh, through my wife. They, they were practicing the same religion, so that's why I figured I could trust her. Okay. But it seems that that's not the case. It turned out to be a lot different than what I expected. Okay. But so what was the first discussion anybody had about buying furniture from you? Well, initially, she was going to buy my wife's china cabinet for $500, but when she saw what I had to offer, she changed her mind and backed out of that deal and decided to uh, get the stuff that I was offering. Okay, but how did she find out what you were offering? I mentioned it to her. Okay, so then when does she first see it, and what is it you guys agreed to first? Well, uh, when she first saw it, it was, it was in my storage facility. Right. And uh, that's, that's when she saw everything. Right, but so what, do, what is the first agreement that is reached that when she goes there, she's supposed to be buying what? Uh, the, the bed, I offered her the, the mattress and the box screen to go with her, a whole chest and a wall unit. And how much was she supposed to be paying for that? $1,500. And does she pay you the $1,500? No, she only gave me 200 Okay, but why are you selling it to her if she doesn't have the money? Why are you doing this payment plan thing with used furniture? This well, never goes well. We have a name for people like you. We call them litigants. I figured since she was uh, in the same religion as my wife. What religion is this that we just trust them without any other further ado? What religion is this? Uh, she's, a, she's a Buddhist. Okay. So according to you, the agreement is 1500 for the items we just said. And then did she take other items as well? No, she just took the bed, the mattress, the box screen, 
a hope chest, a small uh, computer table unit, and uh, a wall unit. Is there anybody else present when the two of you make these decisions? No, just between me and her. Okay. Ms. Davis, what is your version about what you agreed to buy? I remember when I was at his house and I was purchasing the comfort set and um, other items from his wife. She was telling me about the bed. I mean, he had a bed, and I had said I was going to buy the bed. And one day I was at, we had talked about it at my house, I mean, at his house. So we, I had left their home and went to the UPS store. I seen him. And we was also discussing the price of the bed. The bed, he stated, would be, he asked me that day, he said, well, hey, why won't you go online and find out, find out how much the bed costs? I told him, no, that is your bed. You go online and you find out and you tell me. He stated to me, I would sell the bed half price of what you find it online. Him or his wife found a picture stating how much it was. They told me I agreed to um, to pay. The to amount. pay what? That's exactly what I'm trying to figure out. What did you agree to pay? They found the bed for $1,500, Okay, think, and it was half of that, and I, it was supposed to be like $750. That's half. Okay, when I got there, I brought my friend with me. First of all, his wife had contacted me through text message asking me to come over there and help them move the stuff around in their furniture, in their storage. We got over to get the bed. I never asked for the bed because I knew I did not have the money, Your Honor. So So what were you doing in the storage room? Ma'am? What were you doing in the storage room if you weren't there to buy furniture? They asked me to come over there and get the bed. They sent a text Well, then why didn't you say, no, I don't have the money? I don't understand. That's why, like, no one can make me buy a bed I don't need or want. I don't get it. I'm just trying to understand what was in your head. What did you agree to? In my head, $750. So then you get to the storage room, and what happens? Mm -hmm. We get to the storage room, and he wanted my friend to move other stuff around so he can get to other items that was often in his storage building. So when we got there, he was like, you can have this, you can have that, you can have this. That, now, that is what was what happened on that day. Wait, so what else did you get? He was taking out stuff. It was like a the bed, the mattress, the... Um, oh, the hope chest, unit. the wall unit, and the computer table? And a, and a table. Okay. And according to you, all that was free? I didn't say that it was free. Well, how much was it? He didn't put a price tag on it. So why did you take it if you don't know how much it costs? Because he's disagreeing with you. He says you were very clear on how much it costs. You're just trying to snake out of paying it. And the normal transaction between two people is, you want to buy this? How much? This much. Sounds good. That's how that that normally works. So I'm not understanding how you take all this furniture and you know you're supposed to pay Uh something, but nobody ever discusses how much it is. That doesn't make any sense to me. The reason why it's not making sense is because on that day in that storage building, he never said he was going to charge me for all those other items. And as a matter of fact, he was trying to say that he was going to, I guess, give the furniture. And I'm saying, I guess, give the furniture to me, I guess. I didn't want it. I next for it. It's in my house, set up there with no place to go. Uh, why so did you... T- I'm like sorry. I I, you're not, you have to understand that you're not making any sense to me. Because nobody goes through uh. the trouble of getting a friend, getting a truck, and picking up furniture that they didn't want and they thought was free, but there's an agree- But you paid $200. It was you know, not about I'm not buying the, it. the furniture, Your Honor. Mr. Rose, do you have it anything in writing that tells furniture. us how much the agreement was? Are there any no. texts? Are there any emails? 
No, just just verbal, because uh, yeah, I that's... fear she could be trusted. Oh, uh, can and, you please uh, stop told... saying that? All right? You all didn't right, know her I'll from a hole in the wall. I don't care what well, religion. Everybody's some religion. Well, not necessarily. Well, I guess if, if you think of atheism as a as a credo, everybody believes in something. That doesn't make them honest, okay? So explain to me why it is that you don't have anything in writing, even if it's so much as a text, because I know you two know how to text because you text right. each other. So I, wh- right. how is there no text about the total amount? and the? It's so easy. You don't even need a lawyer. You don't need a piece of paper. You don't need a crayon. You just need your phone. And then before there's a problem, we'd have everything hammered out, right? Okay, right. so now... Tell me what happens. Let's see the text you do have and where we end up there. Do you have a phone, Mr. Rhodes? Yes. Do you text on it? Yes. Did Most you have any conversations? You gave us no texts, and that's weird in a case like this. So I'm curious, in your phone, are you sure that there's never a time when you text with her about what the price is? No, I, I was just verbal. And, uh, You're positive. You looked to... in your phone. Right. She agreed $1,500, and uh, when we were discussing it, she said she was going to pay every two weeks. How much did you pay him, Mr. Ms. Davis? I could. I thought in the beginning it was 300 but he said two, and I'm okay with that. Well, how do you not know how much you paid? Don't you have a receipt? <laughs> mm. Okay. Um, I see some texts in October. By the way, when was the transfer of the furniture? End of August. Okay, so I see on October 30th, she says, stop all that damn lying. I am bringing all your blank back. I am not a charity case. You asked me to come get this stuff. Also, nobody had my old address. God protect fools and babies. And from time to time, I am a little of both. I will text (laughs) you when we bring you crap back to you. So you didn't want the furniture back, obviously. You wanted the rest of your money. Right. So did you ever, so was there some time when you set a meeting place where she, for her to pay you the money or something? Well, I kept texting her. I kept calling, but uh, she never answered my texts. If you kept texting her and she wasn't answering, what was it you were texting her? I was trying to get her to respond uh, uh, when, when uh, she would pay. Exactly. Did you ever uh, mention the amount? No, I didn't mention the amount. All right. Balance. And no, would she ever respond to you? No. All right. So then what happens? I, did, I, tried, I tried to find out where she lived so I you know go by and talk to her. Uh, but I found out that the phone number she gave wasn't her phone number. It was a boyfriend's phone number. And I found out her phone number didn't have a mailbox set up. And, uh, when I did get a hold of her once where she talked to me, she told me that she monitored her phone calls so she uh, can decide who she wanted to talk to. So each time I called on the phone, there was no answer because of one the one phone that she gave me that was her boyfriend's phone number, the mailbox was always full, so I couldn't leave a message. Okay. So, so I uh, texted him once. And? Because I found out it was his phone number. Uh, to ask him to ask her to contact me, but uh, I never got a response back from him from my text. So then you filed suit? Yes. Uh, the, the one thing she mentioned in the beginning about the bed being, uh, mattress being pee, which is a lie, because the only person that slept on it is me. Unless I peed in the bed, which I don't, uh, it wasn't, that wasn't true. She made that up. I don't know where she got it from, but uh, it was a lie. It was an outright lie. So, so I guess... I think I stopped peeing in the bed when I was a Well, I guess infant. she's referring to the stain that is yeah. in this picture. and uh, So she's assuming... I don't know the, where those stains come from, but those stains weren't there 
when uh, I gave it a bit. Welcome back to the People's Court. I think Aretha Franklin might say, who's scamming who? Let's go back into the courtroom and find out. Ms. Davis, you have all this furniture. You've paid $200. And how is it that I should rule in your favor and just say you owe nothing? Your Honor, I'm not asking you to rule in my favor to say that I owe nothing. I just want to say that I, at the time that me and him had that transaction, I was working. I had just got a job. I was working, and I had people that was getting fired, and I was working by myself, and I was telling him that. So I did not have the time to come over there and to even pay him another dime. Now, what I seen, and this is just verbally me speaking, what I seen is if he wanted his money so badly, he could have drove down to Minden as well as he wanted me to drive to Shreveport, Bolger. He never suggested that, okay? He said, yes, it's very true. Him, his wife and I are, um, what were, um, organization members, okay? And he did know me through that. Um, I'm never saying that I don't owe him the money, which I even said to him, if you would give me time, the time is what he didn't give me. Every day I got off from work at 6, 7 o'clock, exhausted and driving back home. I did not feel like driving to Bossier. So I told him that verbally. Why don't you just send a check? That was not good enough for you him. Can, but you could just mail a check or do a cash app. There's other ways to pay. You don't have to drive. Why, why would driving be the... the None of this was suggested at the it's time. It's suggested. I'm You're a grown you, woman. You know what's like, out there. He doesn't have to suggest. I don't get it. Like... I don't... I don't... I don't... I don't do See, this is yet. why you... Do, I, I understand, but, you know, just like... Just like my husband... I don't do that. Well, no, now you're going to, someday, the day's going to come when you're going to have to do it, pal. You know, like this, you know, that's part, or, or if you don't like technology, then you do something called a check and you put something called a stamp on something called an envelope, your Pony Express. I mean, there are a million ways to pay someone when you want to pay someone, you know, and this is why, Mr. Rhodes, you do not sell a used item to anyone, anyone on a consignment plan. There are things I want you to understand, Mr. Rhodes, that you should learn through this case. Number one, yes. things should be in writing. Even if that writing is just a text or an email, things should be in writing, okay? Right. That's what the telephone is for, creating a record, all right? Not just taking pictures of food or pictures of kids or pictures of sceneries. It's creating a record. Number two, if someone can't afford the furniture, don't you know, you need to be you need to be prepared to go through this kind of hassle to get the money, because well, if, she never told. Oh come on, she, she only had two hundred dollars on her, and you were giving her the furniture. Most people would say, "Let me know when you have the 15. That's how people sell furniture. When you've got the fifteen, right. we'll talk. But you wanted to get rid of it, so you were happy to do that, okay? But you got lucky because in this trial, she said, "I'm not saying I don't know the money. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying he was harassing me and just too on. You know, he wouldn't give me a chance to pay. So you got lucky in this trial." Because if I if if I if you had another judge who believed her, or if she had said something different and said I was supposed to pay two hundred dollars for everything and I've already paid it, how were you going to prove differently? You know, I couldn't. Right, it was all verbal. Right, yes, yes, it was all verbal. Which is not to say that verbal agreements are not enforceable. It's to say they're harder to prove. That's all. Right, they're harder to prove. But. She said, look, I'm, I'm not saying I don't know the money. Uh, I thought it, he, the bed was just saying, I thought he was giving me the other stuff, but even she has backpedaled on that during the testimony. I'm finding in favor of the plaintiff and the amount of the remaining $1,300. Verdict for the plaintiff. 
So the plaintiff, Mr. Rhodes, gets exactly what he was suing for here in the People's Court, the full $1,300. Uh, Ms. Davis, let me ask you a quick question here. The judge says you got to pay him. Uh, you owe him the $1,500. you have already given him two, so you owe him $1,300. What have you learned from Oh, us? I don't mind. I mean, I never said I didn't owe any money. It's just like a lot of stuff I did not want, and he knows it, so I'm okay with whatever. I'm well, glad it's over. <laughs> it's all right. It is over, and you, I'm so, mm -hmm. unfortunately, you lost. All right, Mr. Rhodes, okay. <laughs> I imagine you've learned something from this case, too. You, you've learned what a telephone is for. It's for writing. That's what the judge says, right? Right, right. And, and keeping records. And uh, like I said, the biggest issue is that when I tried to text her to uh, discuss the issue, she would never reply to the text. So it's kind of hard for me to get anything uh, after we had made the verbal agreement in text yeah. when she wouldn't respond to the text. The bottom line is you've learned a lot, I'm sure, from this. If you sell anything again, you know, don't trust somebody to pay on time if you don't have it in writing, right? That's the bottom right. line, okay? All right, Harvey, what do you think? Doug, this is essentially an enforceable oral contract. And a lot of people wonder about this. People think, uh-uh, contract isn't legal unless it's in writing. There are a few contracts, like real estate contracts, that do have to be in writing, but a lot of contracts don't. So then the question, well, why not just do oral contracts rather than written? It's easier. The problem is it's harder to prove what was said. So you go to court, you say one thing, the other person says something else, and if you have the burden of proof, you lose the case. If you have a piece of paper in hand, guess what? You win. Marilyn, I've heard you comment several times on After the Verdict about being annoyed with being at a restaurant and someone has a mask on and then pulls it down when they come up to you. Do you call them out for it? And if so, what do you say? I know that at the beginning of... You're so timid, I can't see you calling somebody out. <laughs> Something like that. You'd say, you'd let me do it. When when COVID first happened, I actually had the restaurant tour, the owner of the restaurant. Do you remember that? Where yes. He, he goes, blah, 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 blah. He's right on top of me. And he right. pulls his mask down. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> and he said, oh, I just, we can't hear through these things. I go, that's right. the point is that right. you're supposed to keep it on when you're coming close. I remember the restaurant. It was in Miami. Uh, yeah. Um, I was in um, a bakery with you in North Carolina, and I'd left a mask in the car. You're supposed to have a mask on in there. And I'm in line with no mask, thinking, ah, maybe I can do a quick hit here and get in and out. And two guys come in behind me, and they're like, dude, where's your mask? Put your mask on, right? Right. And I, I, I was so, that just irked me the way they said it, right? Which, uh, so, they were right. Yeah, I know. So I mouthed off to them. What did you say? I, I can't remember. But I went <laughs> oh, out to I the car. Oh, I kind of remember this. I went out to the car. I said something like, yeah, okay, Karen. I went out to the car. You did? You really? I put my mask on. I came back in, and I was like, you know, I told the guy, oh, look, I'm sorry about I'm that. I'm really sorry. And he I'm was like, don't worry, don't worry. He goes, we're all frazzled over this. I go, I just, I shouldn't have said that, you know. But <laughs> Boy, so I put I, it on and I came back I in. Think I think I heard about all this after the fact. Cause, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't think I heard it while you said something. And I don't but think I noticed that you didn't have it. People can't, you know, people can't keep this up much longer. I don't know what the answers are anymore. I just right. want this over with. I know. In yeah. the worst way. You don't want it to be the new normal. No. You know? But apparently in some Asian countries on the other side of the world, they do wear masks in, in the subways all the time and stuff and you know people well now i i really don't want to get cooties anymore and i i'm frankly i don't want to get anybody's flu either so right. i'm gonna i'm probably gonna be wearing a mask on the flights no all but the I mean, they've been doing it for like 15 no i know years, i right? know they've been doing it on flights <laughs> i but you right. you've, you see that on flights yeah. that be, people from asia will have right. the masks on during the whole flight right yeah but uh i think there's some new normals that we're all gonna i really don't think we should be shaking hands yeah, i think that's the grossest right. habit why can't we just you know do something else do something, do something else right but that came back. I thought that would be like... This is safe. This is safe, right?